A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. He gave up his apartment in New York City. He has an Airstream on order. I think there might be an F-350 sitting in his driveway. He is one of the world's foremost champions for the accidental career that you ended up with. We're talking about retail, and we're talking to Ron Thurston. The Dos Marcos Show begins in 60 seconds. Driven entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to team up with Nationwide Marketing Group, North America's most successful network of independent retailers. You'll gain access to programs and services that level the playing field between you and the national chains. Industry-leading digital marketing, increased buying power, exclusive networking events, and, of course, their awesome learning platform. Nationwide Marketing Group is the business partner that helps you get results and stay ahead of the competition. Take the first step today and visit nationwidegroup.org. Do you want more sales in three easy clicks? Yeah. It starts right now at doorcounts.com. With a completely redesigned user interface, gathering data has never been easier. Click number one, your salespeople connect with the customer as they walk through the door. Click two is the outcome. Click three, key performance metrics right there on your phone from anywhere at any time. Now your salespeople can spend their time selling and DoorCounts is going to gather the data you need to make your business better. Start right now at DoorCounts.com. Welcome to the Dose Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn. We're mattress and furniture leaders gathered to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one. <laughs> tequila shots you gotta love it you know i had no tequila shots this week in kinsley but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a quick story and then i'm gonna lead it into why we're here today but so nick my son 17 plays basketball <clears throat> so my brother jeff was in town and he got to see nick play home game team rivalry nick had a really good game and when you're on a team it's like you're not just playing for yourself right you're playing for the team as well so if you don't do well then i mean you know i was watching football this weekend and some of these quarterbacks and, you know, they take so much on themselves and there's a mistake and you feel like you let your team down. So there's that dynamic. And then the very next day we drove four hours to Norman, Oklahoma, where Nick was in a track meet, he ended up taking fourth in the high jump, which I'm so proud of him for. But now in that situation, you're on an independent team. It's just you and you're jumping kind of for yourself because it wasn't really a team meet. It was, you know, just kind of individual events. So way different, right? So you can really only let yourself down. And so the guy we have on the show today is both of those. He is a team player and he is an individual guy. So he was doing um, a lot of great work for a retailer, but now he's he's going in an Airstream as an independent guy and he's he's for himself in terms of you know promoting his book and all of those things. But the great thing about Ron is he's a massive team player because he's on team retail. And so he gets to be both. He's that he's that superstar uh, that's uh, jumping seven feet, no problem, uh, in his bare feet, but also he's part of that bigger team for retail. And I love it. We love Ron's energy. We love what Ron does. Ron Thurston, welcome so, to the Dos Marcos podcast. Thank you, Quinn. I feel like I'm about to go on stage to accept an award. <laughs> I, and the tour hasn't even begun, <laughs> uh, but thank you guys. I know this is the, our um, second time together. And you said earlier, like our worlds keep 
crossing paths, our circles keep connecting. And that's one of the things I love about this industry most is that as large as it is and millions and millions of people work in it, we that have, you know, a really positive people centric approach, um, gravitate toward each other. And so I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, guys. It's an honor to have you back, Ron. And for those who don't know, Ron is the number one best-selling author of retail pride. He was named one of the top 100 retailer influencers globally. And that's just kind of tip of the iceberg for people who don't know you, Ron, tell us a little more about, yeah. about you. And we want to get into this, this rumor. I mean, it's a rumor at this point that you're about to take <laughs> off from New York city in an airstream. Give us the lay of the land. Oh, uh, thanks. Thanks, Kinsley. I am. Um, so the, those that don't make, know me, I am a West coast guy, a California guy who has really spent the last 30 plus years, closer to 40 now. It working in retail and that is from part-time sales, sales, stock, store manager, district manager, regional, um, corporate visual roles and vice president of stores for a few brands over the last decade. And even the industry for me is so powerful in the way that we think about the energy that's driven through retail. And whether you want to talk about the last two years or not, because our relevance and importance in, in the world has never been more critical. We are reconnecting the world via retail. And that is how all of us really want to show up. And I have had you know, the, the luck and the joy um, to lead really great teams all over the countries, in multiple countries. And that, prompted me to write a book called Retail Pride, which is the guide to celebrating your accidental career through the same publisher that you guys use. That's how we met. And that um, has really changed the conversation for many about how you show up and take pride in working in retail. That has not always been the first thing that someone says when you tell them you work in retail. And so many people sat across the desk from me during job interviews and store visits. And it was almost like this sense of like accidental shame, like, yeah, I kind of started in this and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And here I am 10 years later, 20 years later, it's like, they didn't own it. And I wanted to say it may have been accidental, but this is your career and now it's time to take have intention behind it and celebrate it because when you do that you make better choices you choose great brands you choose great companies you choose great leaders and from there your career just grows and if you continually think about your career as an accident then you may not progress to the level that you want it to be and it's a really common response to say, I studied something else, but this is what I love. I used to do this, but this is what I love. And I want to celebrate those people. I want to talk to all those people. And um, when I get messages from other places in the world, a gentleman messaged me over the weekend from Germany and said, I love what you're doing on LinkedIn. I have to find your book. And you know, I just um, signed to speak in South Africa. So like retail pride can be a global conversation that is so important to the success of millions and millions of people all over the world. So what's the idea behind going out into the world and taking an Airstream and 
camping at campgrounds and going to all these communities. Tell us what this, so if you go to retailpride.com, by the way, you can see more about this retail in America. And you call it the journey to discover everyday retail heroes. So what is this mission all about? Uh, So when I, once Retail Pride became in in many ways, just a, a, I'm not going to take credit and call it a movement, but what I'm going to say is it has become part of the conversation for many people about celebrating their career. And over the holidays, I love there were companies that bought it for all their employees. There were district managers and store managers and all kinds of different brands that said, uh, I know that our teams need this. We're going to get this for everyone. And, you know, can you sign a bunch of these? And that idea turned into this kind of vision for me that said, the only way you really get the story, the power of what's happening in retail is to go out and spend a year and speak to all the people doing the work, those unsung retail heroes. And yes, I sit here in in New York City and if you're on video, you know, the view behind me, that's my kitchen. And I could do it from here. And, but what I really thought was most important is that the majority of the country doesn't have the opportunity to sit with someone that maybe has a book that maybe hasn't visited their store for quite a while, maybe hasn't had the chance to tell their story on a, on a bigger platform. And I want to hear it. I want to hear those stories and share them. And I knew the only way I could do it was to go to them. They're not going to come here. I'm going to come to you. And I want to hear your story and I want to sit around the campfire. I kind of jokingly called this like campfire conversations with Ron, but that's what it is. I want to sit around the campfire and talk about retail and talk about why this is an important career choice and why you, why they love it so much. And a lot of that is about community. It's about customer. It's about family generational businesses. It it has nothing to do with what you sell. It has everything to do with their own individual story. Right. You, you've been doing this for a while and you wrote the book. And so now you're getting feedback from the book and something from that has inspired you to get the airstream and, and go do this tour. So I love that. Um, what, what, what impact is it having, right? When you start engaging people in this conversation, what are you, what are you learning that maybe you didn't expect to learn? Um, yeah. That you feel the need to go out and share, right? Cause now, now you're like, okay, this is different than I thought. And I'm getting more than I thought. And, and I need to yeah. get out there and share Like, what I is believe that, that I the, believe the last two years have, have put retail frontline people as urgently customer facing as they've ever been before in the most difficult situation they've ever been placed in. And this kind of combination of, I love what I do and I'm highly committed to the company I work for and my customer and my community, but this has never been harder. And this kind of combination of listening and learning and sharing is in some ways a celebration of frontline retail work that has again, not always been celebrated. It's kind of, we, we we engage with it and we dismiss it. We don't think about every time we engage with multiple times a day with retail, 
and we kind of dismiss it at, or we get annoyed that they've had to shorten their hours, or that they had to close for the day because everyone was exposed to COVID, or all the things that have put pressure on the industry, I don't think we've stepped back and said, thank you. Thank you for showing up every day, doing the hard work, engaging with customers who have not always been nice the last couple of years and still showing up. And that, if anything, the last two years motivated me to do this even more because it is, it's almost a gratitude tour in many ways. It's not about the celebrating the brand you work for. It's saying thank you to you and the work that you have done for, for decades or for a year. Ron, you're talking about going out and sitting around the campfire and just having some of those really casual but meaningful conversations. You know, we, we often talk about this podcast and the fam as a campfire where you gather around, you share stories, you trade ideas, you walk away more enriched than you were before and more connected. So tell us about uh, having launched the book and having had a chance to go out and maybe have some of these pre-campfire conversations, what are some of your favorite stories that you've heard about people taking pride in, in their jobs or about retail as service to the community? What are some of the stories that stand out to you? Mm. Um, you know, I, I would have to, to reference, Kinsey, the, probably my own leadership, um, a leading brands and traveling around. So even this would be you know, the last five, 10 years. And you think about the commitment and the stories that I've heard around in promotions that have changed my life. So I'll give you one example. Most recent company I led was Intermix. And Intermix is a luxury multi-brand women's largest in the US. And they um, are highly commissioned, you know, it's it's, it's engaging and it's high, it's a high power client base. And there's a lot of joy when it comes to like being a leader in the fashion space, but hard to break into luxury commission sales. And so just recently I heard from a gentleman who I had hired to work part-time stock, like part-time sales support slash stock was studying um, here in New York at FIT. Um, who was in the Soho location, who then messaged me that he had been moved into sales um, in another store since my departure and um, then was moved to the flagship uptown and sold his first million dollars. And so this gentleman, you know, these, this idea of doesn't take a particular background, it doesn't take a particular education, experience level, your success is so dedicated on your commitment to your craft and then people who believe in you. And so he, they really believed in him selling a million dollars at a pretty high commission rate. And then now a handful of clients in New York city, his life is dramatically different. And that is real power in retail. That is just everywhere we turn. If we really pay attention to the people that and listen to the people that are around us of where they want to go and what they want to do. And I have a lot of those kinds of stories of, of success or promotions or, um, in many ways, just listening to what's going on. You know, I've felt sometimes it isn't about giving someone more. It's about showing empathy. 
about their experience and then just saying thank you for that. That that means so much as a leader when all you, your entire intent is only to be curious and, and then do something with what they say. And then do something with what they said. You know, Ron, I, I love what you're saying. And I think when, when you were talking, empathy was the word that kept like coming up in my mind. Um, and you're getting it, right? Because you've lived it. What are, if, if you're talking to managers out there in the retail space, what is your message to them? Like, if you guys would just think a little bit or show a little bit more empathy or do this a little bit, like, what would you coach them on so that they're getting yeah. the most out of their team members so that their, their team members feel appreciated so that their team members feel like they're part of something bigger. Like how would you coach those guys to yeah, max thanks, out Claire. that human so resource? I, I approach that from a yeah, couple thanks, different Claire. angles. So one at the senior leadership level that all of us sit in that if you are going to Take the time and the energy and the financial investment and go on a tour and listen to what's happening in stores. It is your responsibility then to do something with that feedback. So if you approach this about um, not as a just showing up and saying, well, we have, the store looks great. I've been on a lot of these visits, by the way. The store looks great. Like high five, good. Your business is good. You've got a good comp sales number going. Like everything looks good here. Like so happy to see you. I'll see you in a year. I've been on a lot of those um, on the on both ends of of the table, both sides of the table. And I would say to them, the re there is a reason why the store is, looks great and has positive comp performance. It's because of the store manager in that building. And if you do something with that store manager that is about listening and acting and giving them and supporting them, that's how you change the culture of a company. And what I would say to the people on, in store is don't be afraid to ask for what you need and to be more aggressive about the feedback that you need to share. Um, because we're very... In retail, we were so nice. You know, we live a life of service. And sometimes the frustrations don't get escalated because we're afraid of the feed. We're afraid to escalate it. And I, I encourage them of like, ask for what you need. Ask for um, what's happening in the company. Ask more questions and ask for training, ask for development, ask for these things, because today the, the employee is in charge. Now is your moment to say, if, this, if the company I've been, I, I have aggressively asked for what I need and has not been delivered, there's 15 other brands in the mall, by the way, that might be doing it. And this might be the time for you to make a change. And that's kind of the intention behind your career. Like, don't settle. Don't just settle for, oh, it's good enough. They're nice to me. Like, actively own your career, no matter what your job is in retail. And that's how it grows. You find, I followed the same person three times to three different companies. Like, there are people who have, are exceptional leaders who you should follow. There are, there are brands that do great things that you should try to work for. I wanted to work at Apple. I was like, I want to know how this works. And when they, when I joined Apple and they said, and I had been a regional manager, I'd run 
150 stores. They said, you can come to Apple, but you need to run one store. You need to be a store manager again. I hadn't been a store manager for a decade. Like, cool. Like, I've not done this job for a long time, but it sounds like a lot of fun. And that is hard work. You go back in and run one store. This was you know, early iPhone 2 launch. I launched iPad, you know, some of these big launches. Those are massive undertakings as a store manager. So every time you say, I want to learn what they're doing, and to my coaching, this is a long answer to your question, but my coaching is be a student of the industry, not just of the brands you work for, and discover what's happening, listen and watch, and choose those brands. That's how you grow your career. I think it's such a, an important point to pause on to and go back to. Employee is in charge. This is your moment. I mean, yeah. The marketplace has changed dramatically, and you see you know thousand dollar bonuses at fast food restaurants to attract employees, and you can see, hey, this is a time whenever I can be very intentional about my career, and it's also a time whenever you can double down and you can go to leadership and you can have that conversation. You don't have to just jump ship to change things. You can be an agent of change internally, and I think you know management. And people in leadership positions are really going to value you to an even higher degree for not turning the screws on them, not threatening to leave, but saying, hey, it, it's time for some change. And I'm going to be much more vocal yeah. and aggressive about making sure I'm doing my part to sound the alarm where needed, to get the resources this team needs to thrive and to serve this company and serve our customers. So I, I really like taking a moment just to recognize the dynamics of the marketplace we're in from an employee standpoint and using that to make things better where you are or to potentially pursue something different. Yep. Thank you. And, and to not, again, kind of not settle for it's good enough because there are great options out there. And I think it, it's a mindset that's not uncommon in retail is that if you are if you're self taught, you say this is an industry that doesn't have a specific education for success and you've learned it along the way and you've had some okay managers, you settle and you're like, you know, I, I, I'm paid enough. I'm like, it's good enough. And I just, I love to sit in front of those people and say, let's talk about your resume. Let's let me share some language with you that will empower you to be the best version of yourself. You're a million dollar sales person in a multi-million dollar business. You have the biggest clients. You've learned visual merchandising. You have depth of brand knowledge. You have insight into how people think. You're like listening skills and follow up and client telling. Like, let me give you some language. And all of a sudden it's like they light up and they all of a sudden like their power, like their light turns on and like, wow, you know what? I do do all those things. I am that person and they can go get the job of their dreams. But it's almost like no one coaches you in retail how to do that. There's a little bit of like, um, companies want to hold on to their best people and that's the best. and they should. And, and I do the same thing, but if you have opportunities and you say, I love this industry, be a student of it and choose great brands. It's been said. Kinsey and I talk about it. P people don't lose, they don't leave companies. They leave managers. 
right? And so a lot of this is so relevant to them. Ron, you're going to be in, gosh, 10 cities. You're starting in April with Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and again, everyone, please go to retailpride.com. You can check all this out for yourself. Nashville, Charleston, Savannah, New Orleans, Austin, Dallas, Marfa, Texas, Las Cruces, New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And so can you tell us a little bit about the format when you go into one of these towns? You were saying earlier to Mark and I that you're going to have a podcast yeah. playlist for every every town. That's very cool. You're going to be doing podcasts. But when you get in, when you roll into Asheville, like what, what does that look like for anyone listening to that? And how can people be connected with you and kind of watch you progress through this whole awesome. Thanks, uh, tour so this part year. Of the, part of the, awesome, the power of the, of the tour was also getting some other important brands behind me. So that, so Ubik, which is, you know, some, something I believe so strongly in is some of that pride that comes from retail is through companies who are highly invested in training and developing. And so Ubik is a platform that provides information and ongoing training, micro trainings, gaming, a communication feed, um, right in the hands of you know, over 300 brands. Um, and so Ubik's part of this kind of employee engagement, KWI as part of the POS systems and, and as an Omni and, and kind of um, one touch like access to your inventory levels, which is also a really important part of retail pride is you want to serve, be able to serve your customers. And you do that by understanding where your inventory is and Spotify advertising, because you know, music is such an important part of the retail experience and, and they have really enormous platform um, that supports retail. And so those three um, behind me will then help set up, say, well, who's using some of these brands? We'd love for you to have conversations. Um, I have intention of doing like local press and media so that, you know, you think about living, I'm in Nashville. I would love to be on the morning, the morning news show so that they can see that there's actually someone that understands their work and appreciates their work. And they're not always have access to some of the things that those of us in senior leadership roles do. So it could be local press. It's going to be partnership with these sponsors, but then it's just going to be me out and about maybe with the camera crew, maybe we'll see, um, of having conversations and inviting people, um, to, to my airstream, um, where we'll film some film and record some podcast videos. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of different angles of this, of there's understanding the community, the history, part of the choice of some of these cities is the importance of retail in those communities and why it started, what it did, um, how it has evolved, what's happening there. So there's a little bit of like retail history, a little bit of the people doing the work, family businesses that maybe have been there for generations in these cities um, and every city will be different. Um, and so there'll be video content, certainly Instagram, a podcast called retail in America and, uh, kind of a video album to go with it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Are you allowed to have that much fun? Is that at this point in my career? Yes, I am a hundred percent allowed. Kinsley, it's clear to me, we need our own airstream. Obviously. I mean, Ron's going to have an airstream. I think the, the Dos Marcos podcast and the yeah, fam show. I mean, that's imagine being 
and being parked in front of some of these big you know, conferences too, like streaming from, you know, we just finished up NRF here, being parked in front of Javits Center with the Airstream broadcasting. It sounds like a, something I want to do. Yeah, I'd, I'd walk out in the, in the morning in my robe. Just like we only have one problem, Kenzie. As I'm at the conference, <laughs> I guess there's some showers in there. See, the problem is, for you and me, Kinsley, is that if you and I were to invite people into our airstream to, to roll video, they'd be like, that's a hell no for me. We're not coming in your airstream. Ron's trustworthy. The, the entire thing lined with tequila you know, bottles. It's, it's all still, a, you know, it, it's a dream right now, but it's, <laughs> it's quickly going to become a reality. Well, this sounds like an absolute blast. If you come across any furniture and mattress retailers as you make your tour across America, tell them Dos Marcos said hi. Uh, we want to hear those stories, so we, you know we can definitely link up to those on the FAM. So make sure anybody that's listening right. is subscribed at FAM.News. We're going to follow Ron's journey in the airstream with the playlist from Spotify and the good people from KWI and Ubik. And this just sounds like a great way to maybe even spur another book. I mean, those stories are going to be so rich, and I know you're going to catalog a lot of that. Uh, but I'm glad that you're you're yeah. out there being a champion. Uh, for you know, a category and an industry that touches so many people, an industry that has been through uh, such a turbulent time. And uh, here we are coming out, maybe on the other side of this, in, in this new, strange new normal that we live in, um, with people that are proud of what they did and what they accomplished along the way, and, and communities that understand the power of their local retail. I mean, I think, you know, I've talked about this in the past where, during all the COVID shutdowns back in 2020, we walked outside, we went downtown, and we saw what it looks like when the flavor of your community, those local retailers are gone, uh, whenever it looks like a ghost town. And so I think people have a lot more uh, you know, compassion and empathy for this category. And I love that you have a message of have compassion and empathy for yourself and celebrate who you are, what you do. Let's be proud of it. And uh, let's continue serving. So, Ron, okay, before we wrap up and get out of here, I know people can go to retailpride.com. What else do they need to know? What, else, what do we miss here? Uh, that's the biggest one there, or Instagram or Retail Pride. Like, those are the, the big chunks because you're going to be able to find, you won't be able to miss this, I think, on, on multiple, uh, wherever you kind of take your, your social retail feed, you'll find it. And that, that I, I really appreciate. I appreciate that people want to follow along and learn because this, this is far less about me and more about hearing the stories from the field. And I also think part of the challenge of the last couple of years is kind of not as many store visits, not as many people out in the field, a lot of people, you know, kind of working remotely, which doesn't always support this vision of, Hey, let's all go together, which is what I used to do. Let's meet in a store on Tuesday morning and do a quick walkthrough. That's not happening. And so we have to find other ways to capture this feedback and following along means you are willing to listen to what's happening in retail from the field, because the headline is the great resignation, reset, whatever you want to call it. And there's a lot of proposed, this is what we think is probably happening. I'm going to tell you what's really happening. And that's when you follow, this is with your intent to listen and learn. 
and make There's it a better. principle there that I love. It's go and see for yourself. Correct. So often we hear Correct. theory and we hear uh, speculation and gossip, and then you show up and you talk to people and you see it with your own eyes. And this is not just you going and exploring what's happening at retail. This is a principle of life. Go and see for yourself. Correct. Because you can, you can hear it from someone, you can read it, but if you're there and you're living it and you experience it, it has a different way of indexing in right. your heart and soul and mind, right? So when you're there and you're like in the room and you're experiencing that, we love it. Ron, we love you, man. Your, your spirit of abundance is awesome. And that's why we connect with you. And we're so happy for yeah. you. And um, we think it's going to be a huge success. Everybody, again, re retailpride.com. Ron Thurston at retailpride.com is his uh, yep. email address. So you can get him there. And if you're listening to this, uh, Ron, send us pictures. We'll update our audience on your progress and all the good stuff. I want to see some cool uh, Airstream photos in your campsites. That would be neat. And uh, see you cooking <laughs> some bacon up there on the campfire. And uh, we, want, we want to follow you. And if you're following this show, please go to Spotify or wherever you listen to the show and uh, like it and share it. Because to Ron's yeah. point earlier, it's a campfire. And we want as many people around it as uh, we can get. Subscribe at fam.news. Make sure down. you tell all of the people that have pride in their jobs within your walls to get connected to Ron, get connected to us. Make sure that you're consuming this content we put out because it's there to serve you. It's there to make you better at your job. And it's there to give you pride in what you do. And, uh, Ron, thanks so much for being on the show today. It's great to see you again. And best of luck. And if you need a spot to park, Quinn's driveways wide open. <laughs> I'm there. Don't, you, don't be surprised it's if I knock on the door because I might need a shower um, and a good meal. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. We got you Thank covered, you. man. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Is ice. And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce, now, now we, we got, got it by the leader Well you take a spring and you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back, you don't have to practice It's the best thing to happen to your mattress yeah. Get together to do it like I did Everybody get hybrid you want somebody to get in your vicinity you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity foam alone out of five maybe one star springs and foam we're taking care of that lumbar mad back support the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet party in the back of the business best of both worlds like mars and venus the ultimate hybrid nothing short of cheap Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it oh. No stop.
it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get high Kitchen is charming when your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment. What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no. You need springs and foam. Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We, we got, got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Hybrid is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. Ah!